Well, it's time to close the front door and open the closet. It's a closet conversations time. Make sure that no one under the age of 18 is tuned in as we speak with Dr. Natalia Novikova, who's a gynecologist with interest in anesthetic gynecology and urology. If I'm saying it right, these words are just baffling me, just like what we are talking about today, uh, vaginoplasty and labiaplasty. Dr. Novikova, a very good evening. Good evening and thank you for joining us once again. Good evening, Patricia. Thank you for inviting me. Today we are talking about procedures I think you do, but I have no clue what they are. So perhaps <laughs> tell us what is vaginoplasty? Vaginoplasty is... A... Oh, goodness. Uh, we can't hear you there, <laughs> uh, Dr. Novikova. Can you please try is again? Is it better? Yeah, is it better? much better. Okay, great. So vaginoplasty is a surgical procedure that aims to tighten vaginal canal. And it's performed for women who feel vaginal looseness or laxity of vagina, uh, mainly during sexual intercourse. Um, and there are different options to tighten vagina. There is non-surgical options such as laser, radiofrequency, and a surgical option such as uh, vaginoplasty performed in the operating room under general anesthesia. All right, so uh, vaginoplasty is to tighten the walls of the vagina. And and let, let's talk about the age, the age that most women start considering vaginoplasty. Generally, women in their 40s, 50s consider vaginoplasty after giving childbirth, more commonly during uh, after vaginal childbirth. Uh, but I see women who have never been pregnant who come to have this procedure, as well as women of uh, older age. Uh, interestingly, one has to take into consideration the partner when we talk about uh, vaginal plasty is uh, it's something where the vaginal canal size and the men's penis size have got to match each other and uh, uh, sometimes women are too tight and men are too big and we need to open up the vagina uh, or vice versa and then we have to tighten the vagina okay very interesting Uh, (laughs) i'm just uh, having a visual of it in my head a team as we are talking to dr natalia novikova who's a gynecologist and we're looking at uh, the tightening of the vagina called vaginoplasty and we'll also be looking at labiaplasty i'd like you to call in and then tell us your experience perhaps as an a teamer around growing up as a woman or as a man having a partner who's at that age where the vagina is now a bit lax and um, have you had the conversation have you considered procedures call in on 011-714-2006 or whatsapp 6 sms's go to 4139 here there and everywhere SAFM 105.1 FM in Johannesburg. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Antuli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. 
Our segment of Closet Conversation this evening is with Dr. Natalia Novikova, who's a gynecologist, and we are speaking about the vagina, vaginoplasty, which is a procedure that is said to tighten the vaginal uh, muscles or the vaginal walls. Now, Dr. Novikova, um, you mentioned that after childbirth, the vagina could become lax, but what are the other reasons uh, that could cause a woman's vaginal walls to become loose? And the other reason is actually aging. Uh, as we get older, we lose uh, collagen in all our skin tissue, including vaginal skin. And as our skin sags on outside, it does sag in the vagina, and vagina becomes more legs with basically getting older. So d- does the same happen to men? I mean, men's skin also sags as they age? Uh-uh. Yes, uh, so for men, what happens is that their erection uh, become less strong, let's put it that way, uh, as they get older. So same things happen to men. They also have changes in their bodies and changes in their sexual function as they get older. So childbirth and age are some of the prevalent reasons. Is there anything else, perhaps, if, if, a, if a woman has a partner who is um, well-gifted, so he's got a very big penis and now moves to having a partner who's got a smaller penis. Would the partner with a smaller penis experience looseness because of the previous partner? Not generally. That's generally not a reason. Aha, excellent, excellent. Doc, are there any natural ways, remedies, uh, where a woman can avoid uh, surgery? Or is it inevitable at some point in a woman's life? No, surgery is certainly not inevitable. There's a number of ways. Uh, however, some people, despite of doing uh, all kinds of preventive measures, will end up with surgery. So preventive measures would include pelvic floor exercises or Kegel exercises. So it's basically squeezing vaginal muscles uh, for three seconds, uh, about eight to ten times, several times per day. Uh, that's quite effective for keeping vaginal muscles toned. And we have an alternative, uh, which is uh, an Amzella chair that you sit on and electromagnetic uh, signals that are coming from the chair to the nerve in the pelvis stimulates contractions of pelvic floor muscles. And a woman who has this treatment, experiences 11,000 kegels in 28-minute cycle of treatment. So it's like uh, kegel exercises on steroids. It's quite easy. It may be not particularly comfortable, but it's not painful to have this treatment. And it's very, very effective uh, in terms of toning pelvic floor muscles. It's quite difficult for women to to performing Kegel exercises on a daily basis regularly. So Mzella chair is a great cheat version uh, and much more effective uh, in terms of toning pelvic floor muscles. We also have other non-invasive options such as laser treatments for um, tightening vaginal skin. It's not as effective as uh, surgery, but it gives great results and it's a fantastic preventive measure for vaginal laxity.
Now, now there's this new um, trends that are going around for vaginas, yoni steaming herbs, creams, drinking concoctions, uh, vaginal balls to insert in your uh, vagina to tighten. Do these have any benefit? I will advise strongly against steaming. It can be dangerous and you can burn yourself. Um, in old ancient times, many, many hundreds of years ago, Women used to insert hot stones into the vagina to tighten oh. it. Because the oh. majority of energy devices that we use, well, all of them, like laser or radio frequency, work by increasing temperature in the vaginal skin. And that increase in temperature would stimulate collagen production, will contract collagen fibers, and tighten the vaginal skin. So the the heat in the stones inserted in the vagina has kind of same mechanism, but it's quite different because Ouch. the current mm. modern devices are very much well controlled in terms of temperature regulation. They're very safe and they can't cause burns. So I would definitely advise against hot stones and steaming. The balls, they are used uh, as part of uh, doing Kegel exercises and there isn't anything wrong with doing them. They might be effective for some people. It's pretty much the same as Kegels. Mm, you know, I'm still uh, traumatized by the hot stone hot being stone. inserted in a vagina. Yay! Okay, let me go to Colin, uh, who's on the line. Colin, good evening. <laughs> I know you don't have a vagina, Colin, but I want to hear <laughs> you your never comment. Know. <laughs> we never know. Actually, good evening, good Dr. Novikova, you're right. We'll no, never I'd know. I'd never miss this radio station. If you must stay up till late. You know, Patricia... Um, <laughs> And the ladies have got a problem. The older they get, as your guest said, no mean. But uh, I don't think the men have got a problem. There's so many things on the market that can enlarge and thicken it. And I mean, for erection and those things. But I want to ask a question. I heard years ago, growing up, um, not growing up as a youngster, but in my cities or so, um, ladies used to have a mustard bath. Is that any contribution to that? I would like to also try to conclude that. All right, Colin. Let me find out from Dr. Novikova. Hey, Dr. Novikova, do you know anything about a hot mustard bath? Well, I think theoretically I can imagine that hot mustard bath would stimulate a blood flow in the area and will cause a lot of swelling in the area and that might help with vaginal tightening. However, I would strongly advise against it as it may cause other very, very adverse and unpleasant side effects Mm -hmm. such as burning (laughs) pain during vaginal intercourse. Now, now, you know, talking about the hot baths, there's, I've, I've, I've heard from people saying a vagina should not be um, in hot conditions, like hot water and, and so on. It's better to wash your vagina with lukewarm water or cold water. Is there any relation to temperature and, and your vagina's uh, well-being and the flora and fauna in your vagina? I think the most important thing is not to use any salts in the area, just water. And as long as you don't burn yourself, you're fine.
Okay, so it doesn't matter whether it's cold, but, warm, or yeah, it hot water. Yeah, it doesn't have to be a cold water. It would be quite uncomfortable. Uh, but just normal warm water is perfect. Okay, so vaginoplasty. Do women do it for their own pleasure? Or is it purely to satisfy their partner? Majority of my patients do it for their own pleasure. Go girls. Go girls. Okay, and, and, and Doc, for me, you say once you reach your 40s, you need to uh, consider having, uh, you know, a procedure of some sort. Is this where your relationship with your gynecologist comes in, that you constantly talk about your sexual experiences and what's going on in your vaginal area? Absolutely. If you have no complaints and your sex, uh, sexual life is great and you're feeling fantastic, you certainly don't need vaginoplasty and you don't need to even discuss it or use any kind of preventive measures. However, if you start thinking that Things are not feeling great, changing, it's not as good as it used to be, then definitely talk to your doctor and get advice on how it can be improved. Or perhaps Stella wants to get her groove back and she just wants it a bit tighter for her own personal pleasure. Uh, And this is a procedure to do. Recovery period after you've done uh, vaginoplasty and the downtime, how long is it? So unfortunately, it's not a quick fix. Surgical vaginal repair or vaginoplasty requires a significant downtime. It's six weeks of no sexual intercourse and avoiding like heavy exercises. My patients are usually advised to take off work about two weeks and just take it easy for a couple of weeks. Um, they have the procedure in the operating room under general anesthetic, and it's usually a day procedure or possibly overnight procedure, uh, after which they would be at home taking um, just like tablets for the pain, maybe icing the area if necessary, and taking it easy basically for a week or two to recover. Okay, and then you mentioned the chair. Um, so yes. I forgot the name of the chair. Please Embella. remind me. Embella chair. So when one goes for the Embella, um, what what sort of downtime are you looking out there for? There's no downtime at all. This is a treatment that you can have in your lunch break. Uh, one session is 28 minutes, and we recommend six sessions, which can be performed two to three times per week. So once you start this course of treatment, you will be done in about two to three weeks. Uh, the, you are wearing your clothes, and there is no pain, and there is no downtime. You can go back to your normal activities, sexual life, exercise following the treatment. Uh, you will feel results sometimes after your first few treatments, but your maximum result after endelical treatment is about three months after your last session, because that's how long it takes for to feel that maximum result from muscle toning. Oh, excellent. And how long does it last for? It lasts uh, indefinitely, but definitely for a couple of years. Hi, I think that's the one I'll opt for, <laughs> not plastic <laughs> surgery, not the surgery, because the surgery, yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, uh, are there cases where someone has a vaginoplasty and it goes wrong? It's a surgical procedure. There are risks involved. Overall, overall it's a safe procedure with uh, minimal complication risk, but of course things can go wrong. People may develop 
pain during sex after this procedure. There could be immediate complications such as bleeding, infection, injury to bowel or bladder. I must admit those complications are extremely rare. Now let's go to labiaplasty. What is it? Labioplasty is once again a surgical procedure that is performed to reduce the excess tissue on labia minora or small genital lips or labia majora, big genital lips. It's often performed because of um, discomfort in the area and it's quite a common procedure in women who are horse riders or cyclists or runners or swimmers because they feel swelling and discomfort in their labia minora. And that is the reason to kind of perform this procedure for functional reasons. Some women have this procedure purely for cosmetic reasons, such as they do not like their hanging labia minora and they want them neat and they want the area to be... Um, kind of looking beautiful and in their mind the beauty is when the labia minora are smaller than labia majora. As we get older we lose collagen, we lose uh, fat tissue in the area and labia majora can become saggy and women may choose to reduce the tissue in the labia majora to make them looking fuller and tighter. How does a woman know when her labia minora are normal or not normal? All labia minora is normal. It's like we have all different noses and lips and arms and legs. And we have all very different labia minoras. And it's all normal. However, at times women just don't like their normal. as They may not like their normal boobs or their normal noses. And they choose to create a different appearance. A-teamers, we are talking to Dr. Natalia Novikova. We are looking at uh, vaginoplasty and labiaplasty, procedures that are done on the vagina and the labia of a woman. Perhaps as a man, you have experienced some loosening of the vagina uh, in your partner, or as a woman, you feel like you need a bit of a prepping up down there. Well, Dr. Natalia Novikova practices in... Cape Town and in Johannesburg. So I think it's the time for you to call in and find out when you can go for that procedure and yeah, how it works. 011-714-2006 or WhatsApp 614 I've got a, a voice note here. Good evening, ladies. Anonymous here. Uh, can uh, that uh, procedure be vice versa? Can they, uh, uh, you extend the man rather than uh, decreasing a woman? And how much does it cost for both parties? All right, interesting one there. So instead of uh, decreasing the vaginal walls or the labia, can a man's penis be extended? Yes, there are certainly procedures to extend uh, penis size. And that could be done with a fat or filler or I'm sure some other various uh, tissues and devices. Unfortunately, I can't advise on the cost of this procedure as it's out of the, uh, my practice. But if you contact a urologist, uh, they will be able to tell you uh, a little bit more about uh, penile enlargement. So it's important to go and see a professional for this procedure, though.
I'm I'm glad you you say that. I'm very glad you say that because there's a lot. I mean, today I was driving, going to a meeting in the morning, and I saw a lot of clinics uh, in the Randburg area that were all written for men, for men, men's this, men's. And I was like, my goodness, how many of these are actually legal? <laughs> you know, and how many Probably of them? None. Yeah, and how many of them have professionals in them? So it's 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 quite important that whoever does these proce- procedures is qualified and able to. Let me go to a break. When we come back, we continue uh, learning more about labiaplasty. Late night conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. We are in a conversation with Dr. Novikova around vaginoplasty and labiaplasty. Now, Dr. Novikova, um, in, in terms of the labiaplasty, are there different procedures that are surgical and non-surgical? In terms of labiaplasties, for labia minora, no, there isn't really non-surgical labiaplasty. I have seen patients who have gone for like non-invasive labia minoraplasty, but they were never effective. So I'm not quite sure what those procedures are, and they're not performed by the medical doctors. In in terms of labia majora, uh, so bigger lips, we do have non-invasive, non-surgical treatment. Uh, which is a radiofrequency treatment, it has the same mechanism of action, increasing temperature in the skin that tightens the skin and uh, that treats sagginess of the tissue. So this procedure can be done for certain cases. Of course, it depends on the extent of sagginess and the size of labia majora. If the problem is like mild to moderate, then non-invasive treatment will be suitable. However, if there is a lot of excess tissue and a lot of sagginess, surgical procedure would give the best result. Uh, Could you tell us the downtime for the surgical procedure? It's a day surgery. It's performed under local anesthetic, so there's no uh, general anesthesia involved. And generally, downtime is quite similar to vaginal repair. We would recommend no sexual intercourse for six weeks and no heavy exercise for about three weeks after labioplasty. Certainly no cycling or horse riding for six weeks. So, yeah, there'd have to be an agreement between you and your partner before taking the procedure, clearly, um, because with with both vaginoplasty and labioplasty, it needs, um, you know, uh, some downtime. Um, yes. I've got a question here from an A-team who's in Johannesburg who says, how will piercing of the genital area affect a person? Is this advisable at all? How is the piercing? Piercing, if people want to pierce their genital areas. Is it advisable? It's up to your liking. There is no particular advantages or disadvantages. It's very much a cosmetic thing. And if this is what you like, you can go for it. Mm. So it doesn't really affect anything um, in in your vaginal area. Uh, Doc, in African traditions, there are certain traditions where the pulling of the labia of young girls is done. If if a woman has had their labias pulled at a young age, are there any pros or cons in later life? Not really. Once again, it just changes cosmetic appearance of the labia. So it is a, definitely an African tradition. It's quite common in Mozambique, as far as I know. I haven't come across much of it in South Africa. Um, 
hypothetically that may lead to more infections, more swelling in the labia minora. But when we think about it, we, as I mentioned before, we all have different anatomy and different size of labia minora. So for some, pulling of labia minora and getting them to particular size would get them to just normal size of other people. So generally, no, it doesn't cause any problems. I don't think um, any kind of play with your uh, genitals at a young age is healthy uh, and has any kind of good effect on your general well-being. So I would certainly not advise uh, to kind of entertain this practice. However, traditions are traditions. On the other hand, female genital mutilation or cutting of mm. parts of uh, external genital organs and uh, stitching vaginal opening, removing clitoris is illegal and it's got terrible effects on women's bodies. So for a woman who's probably listening right now and has experienced uh, some form of genital mutation, is there a way to restore perhaps if, you know, they they were stitched up and the vagina was, you know, then opened when they were losing their vagina at marriage, their virginity, excuse me, at marriage and their vaginas obviously probably has tears or uh, some part of their vagina was cut. Can these body parts be restored or replenished or uh, fixed? It would depend on the particular case. If the clitoris was removed, we can't really restore it. If the vaginal opening was uh, suited closed, we can open it. So that would very much depend on each particular case. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some of these traditions, yeah, they are there, but we need to really look at them. Can you give us, Dr. Novikova, experiences in performing the labiaplasty? I'm sure uh, you've got some interesting, uh, you know, cases there. Uh, labiaplasty, well, my interesting cases, I can think of a very young um, woman who used to sit um, on a chair or what, like whatever she was sitting on as a kid with her foot uh, kind of pushing into her labia. And that ended up with one labia becoming very small or medical term is atrophic and the other labia becoming significantly bigger than like the other side. And as she grew up, she obviously noticed it and it was even obvious in tight closing and she was very much embarrassed about it and we I managed to fix it surgically she was quite happy about it lots of women believe that after childbirth somehow their labia change and they hang more and they become very self-conscious about it and certainly we can help them with that I have cases that I find quite sad and uh, disturbing where girls have comments by their partners and sometimes even their first sexual partners about their labia and sadly those partners may not even seen enough or all they've seen before would be um, possibly pornographic videos which have 
genitalia uh, shown in a particular way and they will probably have a small labia minora in those videos and then when they see real girls women with real genitals they comment and make very negative comments that obviously has a huge psychological impact on those girls and though their anatomy is normal they look for cosmetic surgery to look like what we call a like a barbie uh, to have it fixed and have this perfect uh, in their mind uh, labia look mm. So these are very interesting stories. I've got an ATM here who doesn't give us her name, and I presume it's a name. It's a lady because uh, the profile picture is of a lady. She asks, um, ah, ATMers, what is the cost of the labiaplasty and vaginoplasty? Can you give us the cost, or is it based on evaluation of the situation down there? So you'll probably be looking at something around 30000 for either of those. Okay, so a, a, a good investment, a good investment for confidence and sexual pleasure, I think. <laughs> yes. so, Doc, and, and um, women who are younger, can they also come in for the surgery or is it only women who are mature in age in their 40s? Uh, women of any age can consult and get advice, that's for sure. A labioplasty will not be performed on anyone who is younger than 18 for many reasons, uh, because of the consent issue, because the bodies are still growing, and because generally the women are not mature enough to make a decision to alter their appearance at the age younger than 18. Okay, so. At, so in only very rare cases, we would perform the surgery on younger women, and it would be for medical reasons, after psychological uh, input from a professional psychologist. Uh, vaginoplasty, generally, once again, it all depends on particular situation. I mean, young girls will not come for vaginoplasty unless we need to create a new vagina for some kind of uh, genetic condition that they have or some condition that they were born with where the vagina is too short or absent. Uh, but for a kind of cosmetic reasons, vaginoplasty, generally we'll see older women. Sometimes women do come in their 20s and 30s before they were pregnant. And in those cases, there will be lots of counseling involved to understand what the actual problem is and potentially advising on non-invasive options before we proceed with the surgical options. Let's take a break and we'll be back. I see there's an A-teamer on the line. Late Night Conversations with Patricia Anduli, Monday to Thursday, 10 p.m. till midnight. In conversation with a Dr. Novikova around vaginoplasty and labiaplasty, I've got A-teamer KGM on the line. KGM, good evening once again. Good evening, Patricia. Good evening to your, your guest and to my fellow listeners. Um, Patricia, my two cents quickly uh, is that, you know, with, with all the process, um, the, the, the process in terms of um, a woman going through this change, I'll call it that, my humble submission and plea to my fellow men is that there are times when it it, it is very difficult. Um, when you meet a woman who is in that position, the words that you say, the things that you, you say, 
um, derogatory, demeaning, not wanting to recognize that it, it could be a condition. It's not every woman who does it because they were sleeping around. Um, even if it's so, you could be the one person who is put in her life at that time for you to turn the ties around. I'm just pleading for the support. Psychologically, it can be devastating when you meet a woman who is broken into pieces because not one, not two, many who came didn't see her as a human being just because she has that condition. I think for for me, if we can we can have that, we can we can build very strong women who can take care of others, men. Patricia. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you very much for being so sensitive. And uh, that uh, Karen call to men to be sensitive to women is much appreciated, KGM. Dr. Novikova, yes, definitely. Men also have to play a role if a woman is experiencing some sort of laxity or um, is uncomfortable with the way their vagina is, instead of being name-called, uh, get support from their partner. Absolutely. And they are in that together because... In the end of the day, vaginal penetration is penis and the vagina. So it's certainly a couple's problem. It's not just a woman's problem. And it's really important to be sensitive, understanding, helpful, and supportive. And in whichever whichever route a woman decides to take with her body. Mm, very, very true. Dr. Novikova, you know, you, uh, the ATMO was asking about the cost of the labiaplasty and vaginoplasty. Uh, says, thanks so much, Dr. Novikova sounds very relaxed and puts one at ease. I think you've got a client coming up. She asks, <laughs> uh, do you take medical aids or don't, don't they pay for these procedures? So labiaplasties uh, won't be covered by medical aid at all. Vaginoplasty, uh, potentially some of it may be covered if there is an element of prolapse. Uh, so that would be decided on the assessment. Excellent. So there, there, there are ways um, depending on what it is. Dr. Novikova, how do our A-teamers get in touch with you? The easiest way is to check out my website and you actually can find much more detailed information about both of those procedures. And my website is drnovikova, N-O-V-I-K-O-V-A, dot koza. So it sounds just the way we say it, drnovikova.koza. And I have a practice in Cape Town and Johannesburg. And we'll be happy to help you. You can book your appointment online or email us with whatever questions you may have. Excellent, Dr. Novikova. Thank you so very much for your time. And I do hope that um, one day I'm going to come in and sit on that chair. I'm not for (laughs) surgery, but that chair sounds like a life changer. (laughs) Anytime, Patricia. Excellent. Thank you You very much. You can do your next show on the chair. We'll organize it for you. Wow. Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Will I be able to talk? I'm pretty sure you can move practice. <laughs> <laughs> Let's arrange that. That will be a show that will be quite interesting. Dr. Novikova, always such a pleasure.
Thank you so much for having me and have an amazing night. Thank you. You too, you too. Hey, teamers, you heard? We might, might, depending if management agrees, have a show where I'm sitting <laughs> on a chair that tightens my vaginal walls. But I don't know where Phineas and Ben are going to be. <laughs> I'm sure they're going to be surprised when these things are happening. So, yeah, let's see if management agrees to that. Zolega, maybe she might also want to sit on the chair. And then we see and we compare notes post uh, chair experience would you like to would you like that as an a-teamer hmm? a show broadcasted live from dr novikova's uh, rooms hmm? interesting look it's time for us to bid you farewell uh, for this week we are back again next week monday tuesday wednesday and thursday same time but on social media platforms we're always available at patricia and at sfm radio we will uh, be looking forward to a beautiful beautiful show with uh, asanda better at uh, 3 a.m we leave you in a beautiful note we are the world u.s all-stars